You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder, we will preview Oklahoma City's upcoming playoff series with the Portland Trailblazers. We will hear from Paul George, who is day-to-day and could possibly sit out in Game 1, maybe even Game 2, and I'll tell you what the Thunder need to do in the starting lineup in order to combat a very big physical Portland Trailblazers team. Okay, well, at least size-wise, it's a Portland Trailbla- It's a big Portland Trailblazers team. Ah, hell, they're physical. Come on. Portland's physical. Oklahoma City's physical. You know this is going to be an important series, so there's only one way to go. I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a few minutes. We'll also hear from Billy Donovan. Uh, we'll talk about some of the key matchups in this series, what works to the Thunder's advantage, What works to their disadvantage, the one thing they absolutely cannot do uh, in this series. Um, And that actually, it's something that is not necessarily an on-the-court thing, but it could manifest itself on the court. Plus, I'll tell you why the Thunder will definitely win this series. Because I, by doing a show with Mark Richmond, we actually, he works for Locked on Blazers. If you've not checked out that podcast, check out that podcast. We did a segment for Locked On NBA to preview Portland and Oklahoma City, and he confirmed something that I suspected. So when you get your your suspicions confirmed by somebody who actually covers the team you're suspicious about, it makes things that much better. We'll explain what that is. We'll talk about Schroeder and Adams playing in the FIBA World Cup. So we got a jam-packed show for you today. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK, both proud members of the iHeartMedia family. I also host a channel for the Maven Network, which if you haven't checked that out, then do so. Just go to maven.io, see all the great content they have, and for specific Thunder content, you can go to basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And if I didn't say it before, um, I'll say it again. Himalaya app, download that to your phone. Then when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked On Thunder podcast. Paul George may, in fact, have to sit out at least one game in Portland to to start off this series. So either game one or game two, we could possibly see Paul George out. Um, He did not participate in practice, at least physically. You'll hear how he participated coming up here in just a few minutes. But honestly, I didn't think too much of it at the time when I saw, saw this on Tuesday in the locker room. But Paul George was working with a trainer, and he was getting his right shoulder taped up. It was kinesio tape, which you see James Harden wear that every single game. And between athletes I've talked to And trainers I've talked to, I get conflicting reports on whether or not Kinesio Tape actually does anything for anybody. So I don't know if it works or not, but obviously there's enough athletes to swear by it uh, that Paul George wanted it on his shoulder for the trip to Milwaukee. Well, Wednesday night, Paul George sits out, which I still think is kind of odd. 
Because Billy Donovan said that this was an all-hands-on-deck situation. It was an important game for Oklahoma City. The Thunder has historically, well, when I say historically, has at least shown this year that they don't necessarily play well against shorthanded teams. And Billy Donovan held back Paul George, which, I mean, had the Thunder lost that game, I tell you straight up right now, I would have killed Billy Donovan for that. Because I, I think when you say when you personally say all hands are going to be on deck, then you got to pull all you got to put all hands on deck. It was the Thunder's mission to at all cost avoid Golden State in the first round, and if not Golden State, avoid Denver in the first round. Do whatever you could to get that six seed, and still you may have faced Denver because they could have lost, and Houston could have moved up to it. But enough of that crap. Let's talk about. It what's really important for Oklahoma City since Paul George could be out in this first game, and that's very, very simple. You go play Markeith Morris in this first game. If that's what, if that's the way you got to go, then you have to play Markeith Morris to start off against this Portland Trail Blazers lineup because you got Harkless going 6-9, Aminu going 6-9, Canner going 6-11, and then you've got your two six three guards, so you just put your faith in the fact that the switches are going to work and you're going to catch a guy like Jeremy Grant being out on C.J. McCollum to guard him. And right now, the, the, the Trailblazers do not believe they have anyone that can contend with the link that Jeremy Grant has, so you would hope that would happen. Um, you would also put Markeith Morris in, really, because you know that this is going to be an extremely physical, extremely emotional series. And I don't think going small sets the tone right out of the gate. Now, you can go small throughout the game, depending on the lineups that Portland is going to use with their bench, and that's when you use Schroeder and Raymond Felton to your advantage. But for the most part, if you're suspecting what should be a very tough, grueling series with Portland, and if any of the games from this regular season are any indication, then you're going to have guys that are going to end up getting into dust-ups before this series is over. And as much as I love Dennis Schroeder and think he's a tough guy, I certainly trust Markeith Morris more in an enforcer role than I would a guard. Now, that is going to limit your scoring ability. And that could be a major problem for Oklahoma City especially with the way Portland is better from the free throw, or not not just from the free throw line, but also shooting threes. So this puts a premium on your three-point shooting defense, and essentially Oklahoma City is going to have to do to Portland what they did to Denver a few games ago, and that you got to force them to take as many non-paint twos. You've got to contest shots, and you've got to make it difficult for these guys to, to get their shots off because you get it because if you're gonna run Morris out there and you're gonna sacrifice that scoring, then defense becomes the most important thing that you have on the floor, uh, which means Steven Adams not only has to box out and rebound and prevent second looks and get that and ultimately get the Thunder's transition game going. But now you've put yourself at such a big disadvantage that if Portland is hitting their threes and they're hitting their contested shots, it's going to be very difficult for Oklahoma City to keep up with. As far as Paul George's health goes, I would very seriously doubt that if he sits out game one, he sits out game two. And I could see a scenario 
playing out where George does play in game one because Billy Donovan and the Thunder feel like it's more important to get that game on the road than being down 0-1 and trying to win game two and coming back to Oklahoma City possibly 0-2. And I could see Oklahoma City running Paul George out there in game one and then resting him in game two. Let's hear from Paul George about how he feels and whether or not he could have actually played in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, what was it like? What were you doing pregame to determine if you could play, and what was it where you decided you couldn't? Uh, it was just trying to get the soreness down. Uh, soreness was still there, so you know, decided to sit it. Well, Billy said that some guys did some stuff today, some didn't. What were you able to do today, or what did you participate in? Uh, today was a mental. Uh, participated mentally. Um, you know, physically doing you know stuff on the sideline. Keep getting better and, and you know try to get the shoulder ready. But uh, today was a mental day. What do you think you guys found these last five games? Just whether it be internal or whether it be something you did on the court and adjustment. But what happened? Because uh, I think we're just getting back to our ways, getting back to uh, scrambling, um, getting good looks, getting great you know open looks on the perimeter, uh, making the right play, sharing the ball. I think we're just getting back to playing our style. Did it, when you're doing that, did, does it feel very different on the court than, I guess, when you're not doing that than, you know? Yeah, we notice it. We notice when we're playing well. Uh, same way we notice we're not playing well. Um, you know, you, you notice those things. When you play well, it starts to be consistent. Um, and then when you don't, you get away from that. You notice the difference. The regular season games between y'all were pretty intense. What are you expecting for a playoff series? And is that something you have to kind of be mindful of or maybe not going too far? It's my eighth playoff experience. I think I know what to expect going into this. Paul, oh, you've had you've had soreness in both shoulders. Is is the soreness in the right shoulder any different than the left? Like I guess what I'm asking is if this would have been your left shoulder, would you have been able to play against Milwaukee? Um nah. I wouldn't have been able to play. Um just because it was it was really just no it just hurt. Uh, it, it, it hurt. I couldn't do nothing with my right side. Um, you know, so like I said, just try to get it as prepared as much as possible. Uh, it's playoff time, so that's, you know, it's, it's, it's more than, you know, this. It's, it's about being out there with my guys. So um, as much as I can get it uh, 100 as possible, close to it, expect me out there someday. You've had your run-ins with Nurkic. Your thoughts on the fact that he's not there, and how does that affect the series? Um, it's a different dynamic. Um, you know, he's a post scorer for him. He's a screener, a roller. Um, and I think they just, that group, they played four, three, four years together. Um, plugging in a new big, you know, and it's been there just half a season. Um, so it's, it's fairly new. Um, and, and, you know, he hasn't been in that, those battles with those guys. Um, so it's, a, I think it's a big loss when it comes to this you know, time of the year, being in the playoffs. Uh, you just expect, you know, being out there with certain guys. And now they got to make that adjustment. Paul, how, how important has it been for um, you all to get Dennis and, and Terrence kind of going offensively in the last week, two weeks, and going into the playoffs? It's huge. You know, it's huge. We need those guys. Um, we need those guys' confidence high. And um, we need them to be them. Uh, you know, we can't do it alone. We need, we need everybody. Um, everybody got to be playing at a high level at this point in the, in the season. You played with 
Uh, Jeremy, the last few years, of course, before that, maybe in Indiana, what's the biggest change offensively you've seen in him, just the way he's knocked down his threes, and just what that does for you guys offensively? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it helps. It helps because, you know, JG's a great roller, and he's a great pick and popper, so, um, you know, he's the best of both worlds. He can spread the floor, um, or he can play in the dunker. You know, he, he has you know, the ability to do both things on the floor. Um, and he's a, he's a matchup problem where putting, you know, sometimes slower fours on him and he's able to play off the dribble. Um, so it's, it's, it's a big matchup um, advantage for us, especially now that he's starting to hit those threes. Paul George from earlier today. We will hear from Billy Donovan coming up in just a couple of minutes here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And um, I will tell you now, Stephen Adams, huge key in this game. Stephen Adams gets 47 touches per game that should go up to no less than 55 touches per game in this series playing in his canner. Canner's footwork not near as good as Adams' footwork are. I think, I think he's definitely not as strong as Adams is. Adams should be able to get position, should be able to score on him, should be able to get the rebounds. This is an opportunity where if Oklahoma City does not allow Portland, as long as it doesn't become a three-point shooting contest, Oklahoma City should be able to go and dominate the paint in this series, which certainly majorly plays to their advantage because that's where the Thunder love to score a ton of their points. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll hear from Billy Donovan and uh, I'll tell you why my suspicions get confirmed and why ultimately it means Oklahoma City will win this series. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Eric G. And remember to download the Himalaya app to your phone. You download that Himalaya app to your phone, you get into your car. You tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast, and there it is. It's just that simple. You can subscribe to the Locked on Thunder podcast via Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. It's all part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So let me jump into some things real quick um, that the Thunder absolutely cannot do this series. And then I'll tell you why my suspicion is is really confirmed about the Portland Trailblazers and how much they didn't want to play the Oklahoma City Thunder in this series. Should be noted, Thunder are favored to win this series, but for Game 1, the Portland Trailblazers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Sunday, the Portland Trailblazers, three-and-a-half-point favorite at home, but overall, Oklahoma City favored by Vegas and picked by most to beat Portland. Um, but there are some things that the Thunder are going to have to avoid. One, at, look, you know the obvious things. Port, Oklahoma City can't put Portland on on the free throw line. Portland, a very good three point or a free throw shooting team. I think Portland shoots over eighty percent from the charity stripe this year, which means watch how you foul. Avoid the fouls beyond the arc. Avoid the fouls late in the shot clock. Man, we talk about this ad nauseum. Oklahoma City just has to avoid that at all costs, or it will wear them down. The other thing Oklahoma City cannot do, and it's less of an encore thing, but you have had some very intense battles with Portland, and you know that this series is going to get emotional. 
What worries me more than anything about this series getting emotional is that Russell Westbrook and Paul George will have a beef with the ref and will have a beef with actually not just the ref, I guess several refs throughout the series where ultimately they'll get teed up. And yeah, that does worry me. And yeah, I do believe that Billy Donovan's going to need to go out of his way to protect his guys in this series. And if that means he's got to get tossed in a particular game, then Billy Donovan better do it. It's better to sacrifice yourself than sacrifice either Russell Westbrook or Paul George. And if you're going to have to sacrifice either one of those, then we know you're probably better off sacrificing Russell Westbrook at this point because Dennis Schroeder can come in and at least recreate some things that Russ does where nobody can recreate what Paul George does, especially on defense. And I do worry about that aspect because the Thunder have been so vocal not only about the refs, but to the refs. And Paul George has made it perfectly clear that the Thunder get refereed different than every other team. Even though the numbers don't bear it out, that's what Paul George thinks. So if I'm Portland coming into this series, knowing that this game could get emotional, I do everything I can to make Paul George and Russell Westbrook emotional. Of course, we can see that work to the Blazers' disadvantage as well. And I would think the refs with Oklahoma City being in this series are going to be a lot more quick on the trigger than maybe they would or maybe they're going to be with some of these other series around the NBA. Uh, we talked about Stephen Adams' touches. That's going to be a huge deal. And at some point, the good thing is about this series, um, I think Portland is like one point, a total of one point better off the bench than Oklahoma City is. So I'm not real concerned about all that concerned about bench scoring as long as Dennis Schroeder is consistent for four games. Things should work out for Oklahoma City. Uh, but the Blazers are definitely scared of the Thunder. And I asked our friend Mike Richmond, who hosts Locked On Blazers about that because what happened on on Wednesday, Portland playing their last game against Sacramento, you win, you're in the three seed. So logic would tell you three better than four, better, I guess, to play Oklahoma City theoretically than play the Utah Jazz in what was in what's going to be a tough series. Um, home court either way, but Portland went out of their way to lose this series. They pretty much said everybody that that mattered. They got themselves down by 28, and the only thing that bailed them out was Anthony Simons going off for 37 points in that game. And I asked Mike Richmond about it. I said, were the Blazers purposely trying to lose to avoid Oklahoma City because the Thunder have a mental edge over them? Um, he wouldn't give me the mental edge thing, but he did say yes. Portland did not want this series. Even though you've heard and heard after the last time these teams played, guys on the Blazers wanted to play Oklahoma City, the actions of the organization say something completely different. And if you're going to go out and you're going to purposely try and tank a game at that point in the season to avoid somebody then if I'm Billy Donovan, I'm playing that up in the locker room. Despite what Billy Donovan says about regular season games don't translate to the postseason, no. I'm keep, I keep feeding my team before every game. You're in their head. You are in their head. Go out, play your game. You're in their head. They don't want any part of you. You just keep telling them that. And I'm sure Russell Westbrook and Paul George already have that sense 
It's just a matter of the Thunder executing. Here is Billy Donovan talking a little bit more about Paul George, his participation, and whether or not PG will be sitting out in game one. They're a very good team. Um, you know, all the games have been really, really close. You know, one of the games being overtime, um, games that could have gone either way. So I think when you're playing against a good team, there's there's a lot of things you have to do well. Um, to your point, you know, you know, rebounding. Um, you know, them at the free throw line, they're a great free throw shooting team. Um, certainly, you know, the three point line with the way they shoot and they move. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things, you, and then you have to obviously play well offensively too. So certainly. Um, you know, the rebounding, three-point line, those, those are important important ingredients and factors in the game. How's Paul George doing health-wise? He's doing okay. I think, he, you know, still still day-to-day. -day. Um, you know, today was really more of a mental day for us just to, you know, coming off three games in four days, coming off the back-to-back, -back, um, you know, trying to get a little bit of work done on the court and then uh, really more film and walking through things and, um, you know, have another day tomorrow to kind of use uh, that day as another preparation day. So for him, you know, it's day-to-day. Um, I would say every day he's probably getting better. Um, and each day we'll probably find out a little bit more. Did he do anything on the court today? He was, uh, some of the guys were on the court, some of the guys were off. We really kind of walked through stuff. So, I mean, he was there um, with, with the rest of the guys. But, um, you know, in terms of us having contact, running up and down the floor, doing much of that, we really didn't do much of that today. So there's a chance he won't play game one? He's day-to-day -day right now. I'm not going to speculate of where he's going to be 40 hours from now. All I know is he's uh, getting better, he's improving. Um, I think it was uh, questionable for the uh, Milwaukee game and you know whatever they, they list him as, um, you know, we'll see. But I'm not going to sit there and speculate whether or not he will or will not play. I think every day I just try to see where he's at and he's gotten better. And if the Thunder are able to go out and win game one without Paul George sitting on the bench, then Oklahoma City is going to win this series in five. At the absolute most, it, that is such that would be such a mental blow to Portland to lose a game at home with Oklahoma City's best players sitting on the bench. That that I don't see them being able to recover from that. And we're going to talk about the pressure and which team has the most pressure on them going into the playoffs. And there is a clear winner in this. I'll tell you who that is coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name is Eric G. Make sure you download the Himalaya app to your phone. And then when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And don't forget, the Wise indoor camera does it all. It's packed with premium features, which allows you to see everything from anywhere for only $20. And remember, you get free rolling 14-day cloud storage. So everything you have on WISE, you can put into the cloud. That way, if you miss something or think you saw something, you can go back and see it. 1080p full HD, images so clear that you can't miss a thing. Night vision, two-way audio, it's all good. And whether you want to watch your kids to see if they're destroying your house, you want to go bird watching, it doesn't matter. Uh, you want to watch your food simmer they've got it wise is awesome so for ten dollars more you can actually get their 100 degree rotational camera which is very cool like i am all about some home security these days being a dad being a husband and i love what wise gives you for the price that they give it to you you really cannot beat that go to wise.com slash podcast you'll get the guaranteed lowest price and check out what they do i've been on the uh, website a few times we're definitely getting one for our house. It's WISE, W-Y-Z-E dot com slash podcast.
We're about to wrap things up here on Locked on Thunder. Thank you very much for listening. I am Eric G, and thank you for downloading the Himalaya app. And when you get into your car, please tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. It's all part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, When it comes to pressure in this series, to me, I don't think there's any doubt Oklahoma City has way more pressure on them than Portland does. And I know that Portland has not, I think I think it's, Portland hasn't won a playoff game. If I read this right today from John Canzano, they haven't won a playoff game in almost three years. 35 months, to be exact, is, is like the last time Portland won a playoff game. But they have the built-in excuse that Yusef Nurkic isn't there. And when you lose one of your three best players for a series, people are going to look at that as being sympathetic, plus most people picking Oklahoma City to win. Now, the Thunder have big-time pressure on them. And what compacts the Thunder's pressure is the fact that you've given Billy Donovan an extension. You've already committed to Billy Donovan. So there's not an easy way out of that unless you want to pay Billy Donovan the money he's owed for next year. You have Paul George signed to a long-term deal. You've got Russell Westbrook under a supermax. You've got a developing star in Jeremy Grant. Steven Adams is a guy that you committed a lot of money to uh, a couple of years ago, and he's still got a few years left on that contract. And you've lost Kevin Durant. I mean, through all this, you've lost Kevin Durant. And now what we want to see here in Oklahoma City and what the national media wants to see is can the Thunder finally produce? You went out and did everything you possibly could to make this team as close to championship level as you can get without a star of Kevin Durant's caliber. Well, now you've got to get past Portland. You've got the 4-0 regular season series lead. You've got the middle edge. You've had, you've had Portland's number all season long, so now you have to win. Even though you may not be favored in this first game, you've got to win. And one thing I don't worry about the Thunder with in this situation is, A, I don't think they're underdogs, but B, I think Russell Westbrook and Paul George relish having that pressure to go out and prove that they're worth what they are getting paid and that this is really a force to be reckoned with, not just this year, but in the years to come. Whereas I think the Blazers... What, even without Nurkic, what's going to start happening to the Blazers is that thing that you saw with the Cubs for so many years and for the Red Sox for so many years is that if Oklahoma City can just turn things throughout this series, come back from deficits, uh, which we know Oklahoma City's going to do because they'll rely too much on the three and they'll find themselves down by double digits at some point, probably every game. But if Oklahoma City can get down and come back or lead wire to wire at a game or just have a few big plays when Portland seems to be on the cusp of winning, you're going to do a lot of damage to these guys, and I don't think it would take much for that locker room to kind of look at each other and say, here we go again. Um, Steven Adams and Dennis Schroeder are playing in the FIBA World Cup. They are in different groups, so if they do meet each other, I guess it'll be once you get out of pool play. Um, I don't particularly like this, but you know, hey, they're representing their country, so good for them, so as long as they don't get hurt. It's just that simple. 
Um, I tell you my prediction. Uh, let me go ahead and give you a prediction since this is the um, since this is the preview show. I'll say Thunder in six. Thunder went in six and advanced to the second round of the playoffs. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back on Monday, breaking down everything that happened on Sunday. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.